Welcome to Her Take, a podcast by three best friends sharing their take on just about anything. I'm Kira. I'm Jackie. And I'm Jen. Thanks for joining us. Let's get into it. Welcome to another episode. It's Kira. How are you? How are you doing? How are you feeling? So good to hear that. Yeah, same. Thank you for taking the time to sit with us. (laughs) I know we all have a lot more free time now, but still time is so valuable and to choose to spend it with us is a great pleasure. So we hope you and your loved ones are doing well um, as well as possible. We are wishing you peace and patience and gratitude for your health and safety, and we thank you for staying home and doing your part to help so many others. We have a bit of a different episode and setup for you today. Uh, Virtual happy hours, they've become a part of our lives more consistently now, so we thought we would record our wine night and just see what kind of effects the alcohol has on the quality of the podcast. It should be a good time, so whatever time it is for you while you're listening, we encourage you to join us with the drink of your choice. It could be water, it could be tea, it could be tequila, whatever you want. <laughs> we do not Ooh, encourage tequila. excessive oh. drinking or masking <laughs> your emotions with alcohol, but we do encourage treating yourself so... Let's begin with our (laughs) weekly check-in where we just recap our week and update each other on how we're doing and how we're feeling, mind, body, soul. This is something we have done from the very first episode, and during these odd times, I think it's become an even more helpful and positive ritual to check in with yourself and check in with your loved ones as well. So we're all guiding each other through this together Jackie, why don't you begin and let us know how you're doing, how you're feeling, and also what wine are you drinking? Hey everyone, hope you all are having a great week. I am doing okay. I'm doing well. Um, It was another, you know, just another week at home. Uh, Same old, same old. However, I am actually not drinking wine. I had every intention to drink wine. However, um, we ordered dinner tonight and I went to go pick up food from a restaurant um, in Pelham and our friends, our very close friends are the... He is the manager and his fiance is bartending, although obviously she's not bartending at the moment, um, but they are currently open for takeout. Um, so we ordered tonight to support them and we didn't really need to order food. Like we fortunately have a lot of food in our fridge, but just want to, you know, we're able to support a local business. So we decided to do that. And so since we're very close friends with them, he knows all of our drink orders. So I was actually sent a gin and tonic. Um, so I'm still working on the gin and tonic. So my mom, so I went to pick up the food and so he sent a gin and tonic for me, which is very strong. So I'm like kind of, uh... I don't drink cocktails anymore, so this is, like, really... I'm having a hard time, like, gonna 
it's going to be interesting to try and finish this. I'm so and glad. Then, that makes this all so yeah. much more fun. <laughs> and then my mom was sent um, pineapple-infused vodka because that is her drink of choice on the rocks. If you didn't Amazing. know, Tila loves <laughs> my mom. So, like, this is a thing that they do in another restaurant that I think he used to manage um, – but basically they keep these large glass jars that have like a spout on the bottom, but they'll stack pineapple and then just pour vodka over it and you let it sit for a few days. And it, I mean, it basically, it tastes like juice after, um, and it's really good. And then my dad would set a, a glass of a, a cab, a cabernet, a cabernet sauvignon. So, um, we're all having our favorite drinks tonight. And my mom even makes that pineapple infused vodka for Christmas. Like my mom, she she buys handles of vodka around the holidays and she's like, is this enough? Um, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's what we're doing. So it was actually a little more exciting than I planned. So I may switch to wine later because I did open um, a Cabernet last night. We did like, um, cause obviously, well, tomorrow's Easter recording this on Saturday. Um, and last night was Good Friday. And so we did like online service and they did communion. Cause like, that's a part of like the first Holy communion was done during the last supper. And so we didn't have juice or anything, and, but we did have wine. And I was like, well, I mean, they were drinking wine, so we're going to pretend that this is the blood of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, even though if you go to church, Catholics, I think, drink wine. But Christians or, like, Protestants, I don't think, typically actually drink wine um, during communion. It's usually just juice. But I was like, this is fine. Um, so we were very, I think, historically accurate with, uh, with the blood of Christ. So... This is just a a way to say that I have an open bottle of Cabernet um, that I'll probably continue tonight. So I feel like I've been drinking a little more, but like there's a only way to pass the time. Got to do what you got to do. What can you do? And I'm trying to sample. Yeah. And I'm trying to sample new things. So yeah. And so, well, so tomorrow's Easter. So it's just going to be me and my parents. And normally it's a holiday that we get together with all of our family. So it'll be interesting. Um, but I think it'll still be nice. I'm making Andy Baragani's Bolognese, Bon Appetit's Bolognese, um, as requested by my mother, because it's really delicious. So I'm making that again. And then, yeah, that's kind of like what we're up to. And then I just want to share like on a separate tangent, because this is the most exciting thing that's happened to me all week. My friend Jenzia at Jenzia Burgos got verified on Instagram. And like she has like 400 followers or something. Like, Wait, how did she get <laughs> so verified? I don't understand. Yeah. So she, okay, so she's a writer and she writes for, um, is like a freelance writer. And so she writes for, a company called, I think this is how, so she writes for, um, like a magazine. I think it's just an online magazine called Stylecaster. And what she thinks happened is that they had to get verified like on their Facebook page and they were verifying all of their actual employees on Facebook. And somehow like through this verification process, like her Instagram ended up getting verified. So now homegirl has a blue check mark next to her Instagram handle. Wow. And it's like, she's real deal now. She's like, like she's famous. Wow. Congrats. So I just want to let everyone know that basically like i'm famous because she has her <laughs> verified instagram congrats Jinzia. i um, feel like it's kind of funny i feel like back in the day like kind of beginning of youtube vloggers and stuff being verified was such a big deal and now yeah. i feel like maybe it's just because 
I don't know. I don't pay attention as Apparently, much anymore, but now I feel like it's less of a big deal. Or you just don't hear yeah, about I agree, it Kira. as much. Yeah. Not to diminish Gen so. Z's accomplishment. But yeah, oh, I know yeah, what you're no, saying. Totally. <laughs> yeah. I think part of it is that now, okay, so like all of the big people have already been verified, right? So like Beyonce's been verified for like ages, right? And so now right. people can get verified. I think verifications are done like on a case by case basis. So it's not like someone has to decide, oh, I'm going to verify this person. So if you know the right people at Instagram, you could get verified. It's sort of like all about the connection. So it's not so much like, oh, like you have a million followers. Like you've got to be like somebody. Right. So we're going to verify you Um, like, you know, different people get verified. I'm not really sure. It's a mystery. For now, she's still verified. We love it. Um, she I think if um, <laughs> her take podcast on Instagram or her take pod on Twitter got verified, I would think we made it. So that's yeah. the goal. It would Same. definitely be a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Even if I'd we be had... like, we have reached peak fame. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> even if we only had still however many followers, we have like what, 40 35. followers? I mean, I think, okay. <laughs> Well, didn't our, even our Instagram, wasn't it like it's not valid to do promotional posts because like we don't have enough like followers or some shit like that? I think that happened to us. I saw that like notification on oh, our really? Instagram account like two or three weeks ago. It said like, I'd have to look back and see. It's still got to be there. But basically like we're not, we don't qualify for promotional posts because we don't have like the follower count or like the follower activity it's like something like that so if we okay, could get Instagram, verified that that may have, yeah it's like kind of shady i was like all right yeah. what if we're i'm like we're a Do you small not know business who we are? independently we are owned. small but mighty okay um, yeah we are influencers we are. okay yeah, i don't understand i think it's like pretty rude but what can you do very rude well congrats, i guess Genzia. You know, she is a friend of yeah. the pod Really proud of you. Yeah, friend of the pod, big time listener. Uh, also, shout I'm sorry, out. I know I stole friend of the pod from Pod Save America. But I yeah, said it anyway. I, I don't think they'll but be let upset. Me give credit where credit is due. I know it's from yeah. Pod Save. I have a t shirt that says friend of the pod because I am a friend of the pod. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, friend of the pod, you know. Anyone can be a friend of any pod, so it's not, right. you know. I, I just feel like they started it, so I didn't want to plagiarize. Yeah, no, certainly. I'm a big fan. I listen to Pod Save. I listen to Love It or Leave It, Pod Save the World. We're, we're fully in, so we're giving we them our support. Full friends. Yeah, because they really they need our support, you know what I mean? Ugh, um, they're struggling, struggling podcast. There. Yeah, Crooked Media is like, family. I mean, um, they could really use our help. They're only the number one podcast on Yeah. <laughs> Apple they podcast. only have like Three Megan Rapino on, and ugh, I mean they're just really Barack Obama. <laughs> Barack Obama yeah. was like their first interview, casual. Yeah. <laughs> Once you do Barack Obama, see that's maybe it's all downhill from my, there. Yeah, like you can't do better than Barack Obama. Yeah, they they're struggling. Maybe Michelle, but yeah, you know, that's a good point. That's very true. Well done. Yeah, Jen. yeah. Thank you, Jen, for keeping us humble. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, Jackie, then, yeah. Keep us updated on the bolognese. I will. I'm gonna put it on her appetite on our her take Insta story, and then it'll Delicious. be yes, to please. Her appetite. Yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. 
I want to see more her appetite. So make sure you're following us on Instagram because I think we're going to do a little more her appetite situations, especially now that we're in quarantine. Yeah, I was going to do her appetite because I made like Levain cookies at home, but I made Mm -hmm. them on a Monday night and it was just a low point. I was really stress eating that week. This was like two weeks ago. And I was like, I can't, like, mentally bring myself to, like, take pictures. It was also, like, a, it was just chaotic. But I still made, like, a huge batch of cookies. So (laughs) I'll have to do this more. Well, on that note, thank you for sharing and updating us, Jackie. Jen, how about you? How's your week been? What are you drinking? What is up? Hey, everybody. Um, I am drinking white wine. I'm pretty sure it's a little Sauve Blanc. Um, I actually did not check the bottle before I poured it, but that's okay. I'm having some white wine, which is very... Whatever. We love it. <laughs> very on brand for me. I um, also wanted to wish everybody a happy Passover, happy Easter, happy Ramadan, etc. whatever you're celebrating. Hope you have a merry one, despite the circumstances. Um, yeah, it was fun this week at work seeing, uh, there's a number of Jewish people on my team and they were having their virtual seders. So that was fun. Actually, my coworker, she was telling me, I guess a part of the seder is you drink wine and it tells you to like sip wine here, sip wine there, like finish a cup. It's basically a drinking game, you know? So I'm thinking I should convert to Judaism. (laughs) Um, but her boyfriend, (laughs) yeah, her boyfriend that she lives with, um, He was trying to follow it pretty strictly. He's not Jewish, but, you know, he was trying to, you know, make a good impression on the fam and stuff. And he got very drunk because I guess what it says in Seder is way more than what people actually do. Um, I'm not totally familiar with it, but it'll tell you basically to, like, finish an entire glass of wine multiple times, which will get you drunk pretty quickly. But sounds like a lot of fun. And... Like I said, maybe I got to convert because this sounds like a great holiday. (laughs) But yeah, other than that, I had another busy work week. Unfortunately, I am a little worried that I'm going to start feeling burnt out pretty soon. And something that was weird was we got an email this week from the head of the U.S. basically. And they're strongly encouraging everybody to take five days vacation from now until the end of the quarter, which is June 30th. Um, And we have 18 days vacation, or I have 18 days vacation for the year. I've already used two of those days. Um, I personally would just rather not take a whole week's vacation now. I'd rather save it for later. I do think I'm going to probably need a day off after I finish everything that I'm working on right now. But, you know, I don't want to take a whole week off now when I'm sitting around doing nothing. Like, I almost prefer working because it keeps me busy and keeps me focused rather than sitting around all day and feeling like a lazy potato, which I'm already doing anyway. But, you know, if I could feel less that way, that would be better. So... I don't know what's up with that, but I'm going to talk to my manager about it this week, so I will keep you all updated. Um, But yeah, other than that, had a FaceTime chat with some of my grad school friends last night, so that was fun. Um, It was originally supposed to be about six of us, so three of them are together right now. 
Um, two of them are like living and quarantining together and the other one went to go visit the other two, which is bad social distancing. So I kind of got mad at them about that, but whatever. Um, so FaceTimed with those three and then my two other friends. So, you know, we were having a good time and we put in our grad school group chat that we haven't used in a long time to tell other people to join us and three people ended up joining us in the FaceTime chat. So that was really fun and unexpected. I definitely drank quite a bit of wine last night, so that wasn't great, but uh, it was fun seeing everybody and catching up with people that I haven't caught up with in a while. So definitely recommend FaceTiming with your friends when you can. Even earlier today, like Jackie mentioned, uh, we did a little yoga session with the gal pals and Kira led. Just want to give her a shout out because she was such a natural and I know that Kira is not was a professional yoga instructor, mm-hmm. but if I didn't know any better, I would think that she was a professional because she was so good at it. <laughs> so shout out to Kira. Namaste. And stay in touch with namaste. your friends. Stay active. Stay in touch with your friends. And shout out to Kira Murphy if you need a yoga instructor. And that's it for me. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for the shout out. Thanks for sharing. It was amazing. Thanks for coming to yoga. Yes. I was quaking the whole time. I was time. definitely I was a little shaky so too. Bad. I was like, oh, I am out of shape. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a, it, it, it wasn't like a necessarily beginner class. It was a challenging class. I think everybody was, but you know, you have people like Imi and Alyssa. I'm like, I can't, I know, can't make it yeah. too easy for those girls. They're rich. No, it was good. Like it was so. a little challenging, but in a good way, you know? Good. And it just feels good to move and stretch and yeah. Yeah. I'll transition into my check-in on that note. I am currently drinking a Pinot Noir and I started drinking before five, so, because time zones, man, it's five o'clock somewhere, but not here. Um, but that's fine. Uh, yeah, had yoga this morning. It was very nice. I've now taught a few yoga classes. Classes. I've not taught. I've led a few yoga hours with a few groups of friends, um, which is very nice. It's a nice way to connect with people, like Jen said, and Everybody gets a little something out of it besides social interaction. You're also moving your body. Um, so then that's also fun for me because I spend the, a lot of my free time during the week uh, coming up with the flow I want to do, the playlist. Um, so it helps me stay up to date on my yoga practice and uh, yeah, it just helps me stretch in and feeling good. So that was a nice way to start the weekend. I, in terms of work, yeah, I had a pretty busy week as well. I had a deadline Wednesday, so I was doing a lot of cramming to get it done. Uh, that I actually couldn't believe that Wednesday was only Wednesday and not Friday. I was very tired. Um, but my company, like Jen said, her company is making everybody take five days vacation. We were required to take Friday off. Um, they were calling it a company-wide day of gratitude and reflection, but I think kind of to touch on what you were saying, Jen, I think the reason why they're having people take holidays is this way when we do go back and things pick up and get busier, not that, I mean, we're reasonably busy, but things will pick up again once we return to some level of normalcy. They don't want everybody taking their holidays, 
that's just the impression I'm under. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was kind of nice to have a day off um, and have a bit of a longer weekend because I was very tired. I definitely struggled to sleep this week. I am not allowing myself to watch crime shows next week because I just am too concerned somebody's going to break into my apartment and trying to figure out how many days it would take for people to discover my dead body. So not the best thing to do. So we're only watching positive shows next week (laughs) so that we can fall asleep. Um, Other than that, if you're wondering how I'm staying upbeat and positive as much as possible, Hip-hop dance workouts have been my thing. Very fun. Very much more comfortable doing it alone because I look a little ridiculous. Um, And also singing. I realized I haven't sang probably in years. I'm not a very good singer, but I would only sing when I'm home alone, when nobody could hear me. And it occurred to me that because during college I was constantly around people, roommates are home. I don't think I've sang in years. So just like singing for fun for long periods of time without, you know, being too self-conscious about it has been very fun. So if you're looking for more inspo on ways to lift up your mood, may I suggest hip hop dance workouts and singing and also lots of smoothies. I've been getting back into making smoothies now that I'm home and have the time and don't have to rush to work in honor of Molly Boz sending my daily smooths to my friend Joanna sharing recipes been super fun I'm into frozen cherries with peanut butter spinach vanilla salt chia seeds cinnamon that's my go-to at the moment in case you're wondering sounds yum definitely share on her appetite it is yum I will share. I'll do a little her appetit. Guys, I did try. I'll fess up to it. I tried to make some scones this weekend and post a her appetit, and then I was not happy with the cinematography of it. So don't think I'm going to post. <laughs> but also, I totally made up the recipe, and it came out so good. So I might refilm and properly share my scone recipe because I was actually very impressed with what I whipped up. Yeah. Yeah. You should pretty. just post the your stories like live as you're going through the motions. Just who cares what it looks like? You I know? should just go live on Instagram. I mean, I mean, yeah. our thirty followers. Uh, no, but yeah, I'll do it. I Jen's like, like no. Have you seen those memes recently that it's like you don't need to go live? Like I don't know who needs to hear this, right, but like right. you don't need to go live on Instagram. So true. So true. Yeah, that's real. But I support the her I was appetite. also like, people don't need another baking recipe, but at least it wasn't banana bread, so. Yeah, I made banana bread two weeks ago. But you know what? What are you going to do with the bananas? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? So. It is what it is. Freeze them and put them in your daily smooths. That's true. That's true. Um, I'm not really a smoothie person, though. It, like, makes me feel very heavy, which I guess is kind of the point. But it makes me feel mm. almost sick. I don't know. Interesting. I don't feel that yeah, way. Yeah, I... I feel light when I have a smoothie. I can, like, only have so much you know? of a smoothie, but you know what? Maybe I need to make... I'm like, ooh, I'm so well-nourished. Yeah. I, you know, I, I don't know what it is. It's just not... Not my thing. It's not that I won't have a smoothie, but, like, in the morning, it's not usually what I gravitate towards. I usually have a banana. 
Yeah. Oh, wait, Jen. I have a really good smoothie recipe. It's super simple. It's just frozen bananas, milk, honey, and a little bit of vanilla extract, and it tastes like ice cream. I, it really does. Um, especially if you leave the smoothie, like, a little more thick so it's closer to the consistency of, like, kind of like melted ice cream, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's I so hate good. watery smoothies. Like, I hate that yeah. any restaurant or cafe or whatever would sell a watery smoothie Mm -hmm. like your smoothie needs to be thick that you need to drink like eat it with a spoon basically yeah Yeah. i just can't believe anybody also do not add apple juice to a smoothie i hate i hate that too if we're gonna get into it i like to add i like to add let's get into it yeah no tell us kira well i just don't like when people try to make smoothies like not good for you. <laughs> like, yeah. don't add apple juice. That's gross. I oh, want it to be, time. like, nourishing and thick. Nourishing and thick, had... my novel. Yeah. No, because one time I had this super watery smoothie, and they also put, like, like algae or, like, kelp or some sort of bizarre... It was just, like, too much. I was like, I... I'm not interested in having, like, I know people have, like, put all these powders, like, in their smoothies, but that's not really why I'm there for the smoothie. I'm not there to, like, put, like, protein powder and hemp powder and algae and kelp and all these weird things. Like, I just want, like, some fruit, a little milk, a little juice, and just give me that. Like, that's fine. That's all I'm really here for. Um, Okay. I think the three of us are not on the same page here. I think we're on three different pages. I'm just like not like nobody is agreeing. I'm not into the, so. like, the smoothies. Well, I don't want you. What do you put hemp powder in your smoothies or what? I would put whatever hemp powder is. I would put it in my smoothie. I've done protein <laughs> powder in smoothies. I've decided I don't really like feel I need protein powder because I think I get enough. Yeah. I will always if you don't put nut butter in your smoothies. Well, Kira, like, you're vegan, so I don't know how you get protein on your diet. <laughs> oh my god, because everybody dies of protein deficiency um, and not heart attacks. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I don't think you need... Sometimes people who are trying to go more veggie will ask me, like, oh, like, how? what protein powder should I use? And I'm like, don't. Like, <laughs> if you want to, you can, but you can also just, like, eat some nuts and some beans and peanut butter and you're getting way more protein than you need. Anyway, I digress. Uh, Personal smoothie takes. Whatever works for you works for you. No worries. Um, I just have strong feelings about my smoothies. Similar to how I have strong feelings about my bananas. Um, Okay, guys. Let's get into it, shall we? Let's do it. Very fun episode today. We, sorry, I'm kind of distracted because... I am navigating to our Instagram because we decided that since it's wine night, we do something kind of fun, and we posted on our Insta stories, again, at Her Take Podcast on Instagram, if you want to partake in this in the future, asking our, again, 30 followers if they had any questions that they would like us to answer in this episode. So we're doing a little Q&A. It's light. It's fun. We're a little tipsy. It's all good. And I'm just pulling up her Instagram to see what questions we have. Shout out again to Joanna because she just asked a ton. So 
Let's begin, shall we? Chin chin. Drinks up, everybody. Chin chin. chin, chin. Cheers. Cheers. Take a little sip. Cheers. Actually, to start, my first question when Jackie was going through her. Sorry, I'm just readjusting. When Jackie was going through her um, check in, she mentioned her drink of choice. So I thought we could start with just like, what's your usual go to drink? I'm not the biggest drinker, but I do have a go to drink. So, Jackie, yours is a gin and tonic? Mine is a, a gin and tonic. Yeah, I support. G&T, preferably, obviously, Hendrix is, like, top shelf gin. However, there is a Japanese gin called Roku, um, R-O-K-U, like the, like, like the TV brand, um, and it's delicious. I would, I would say maybe better than Hendrix, um, very good. So that's actually what my gin and tonic tonight is. It's a Roku gin and tonic because my friends also, they're the ones that showed me the Roku gin and they know that I love a gin and tonic. And then if I'm not drinking a cocktail, then I'll have a, a Riesling, usually a white wine, something very dry. Um, so Riesling is also my favorite and it's actually a German wine. Um, so kind of interesting. So I really enjoy a Riesling. Fabulous. Love it. And Jen, how about you? Um, it kind of depends. So I guess if I'm going out to a bar or something, I pretty much always get uh, vodka soda. Depending on the bar, sometimes I'll put in a lot of vodka. So sometimes I ask for a splash mm-hmm. of cranberry juice because you need a little sweetness to get mm. through it. Um, but yeah, pretty yeah. much go for a vodka soda. If I'm out to dinner, I mean, again, it kind of depends on the restaurant. Like if I'm going to a Mexican restaurant... I usually get a sangria. I'm not really into tequila, so I generally stay away from Marg's, um, which is sad, I know. But Although I love saying Marg, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of fun. Um, but yeah, usually I'll get a sangria if I go to like a Mexican restaurant. If I go to like an Italian restaurant or something, I'll get some wine. I just kind of figure out which one on the list sounds most interesting. I... I'm typically more of a white wine drinker. I don't really drink red wine. I think that's a taste I need to work on acquiring because I think it's like coffee. Like the more you drink it, the more used to it you get and the more you'll like it. Um, But I haven't gotten there yet. So and if it's like the summer, I like a nice rosé. So it, it just depends. But usually if I'm buying alcohol for myself at home, I have White Claws, which can't go wrong with. And I'll usually buy some soft blanc. I have opinions on White Claws. Yeah. My mom just bought two cases of White Claws because she's worried that we're not going to be able to get through this quarantine without it. So, (laughs) not wrong. What flavors, Jen? Um, I like grapefruit. I like black cherry. I I like all of them. I don't like the lime. I will drink the lime, but it's not my favorite. So, I usually don't grab for it. Grapefruit? is the best. Uh, you know, not a lot of people don't like the grapefruit, which I think is interesting. But I like the grapefruit. So. A lot of people are wrong about a lot of things. This is true. I... It's a great, like, <laughs> summer drink. Like, drink on the beach with the White yeah. Claw or, um, you know, you guys know this, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners might know this as well, but I have, like, a big family, and we're very close. So I'm hanging out with the cousins, and we're just chilling. And as White Claw is good. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't... I like the idea of the flavored, like a flavored alcoholic, like seltzer. However, I don't like White Claw because I feel like it's kind of tinny. It leaves like a, a metallic taste. Mm. 
I know I what you another, mean. I had a different, yeah, I had a different brand of like a, a spiked seltzer that actually my brother brought over and I was very surprised that he was drinking these like spiked seltzers because my brother's like a very like, he's like a man's man and he's like a tough guy and he's like in his mid forties, but he's drinking like <laughs> like spiked seltzer. Um, and spiked seltzer is very like white people. It is you know? such a white yeah. people thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, also another thing. It's like, you know, I don't mean to like generalize, but like usually it's like white girls like in their early 20s which is like yeah you know, you can generalize like about <laughs> so, it's kind of interesting but he really <laughs> loves them so that was great but so he had another brand that i i'm actually not sure if it was like like the same brand as like mike's like the same people that make mike's hard lemonade or something but it wasn't white claw and it was it didn't have that tinny kind of taste so i actually enjoyed that i do it like a spike seltzer because it's like very refreshing and it's not uh, I mean, it kind of go d- goes down like juice, um, so can't complain. Well, my drink of choice, bes- it would kind of be tequila, like straight up tequila, maybe a little Whoa. lime, mezcal. Kira, that's wild. Crazy. That. <laughs> that is wild. I was not Just expecting tequila that. on the rocks or, or neat? If I do a shot, it's going to be tequila. I will not do vodka. I've decided. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't like vodka. I don't do. I don't do vodka shots. I can't so take a shots shot anymore. Will only be tequila in general. And when I drink tequila, it would be like tequila, maybe a little seltzer, maybe a little lime. That's uh, it. Nice. Um, but if I... I'm out, I would get a Moscow Mule, but with gin instead of vodka. Because again, Wait, I don't so like vodka. When are you drinking just tequila then? When you're at home. No, I don't really drink ever in general. But like, if I'm right. going out with people, but you said when like, you're out, you'll drink a Moscow Mule. So then, when do you have tequila? Just tequila. I'll start slow. Like I'll start oh, with a Moscow it. Mule, and then when people got want to do it, shots, it, I'm saying we're only doing tequila I got shots. You. Wow, I'm got not you, doing got vodka. Got you. you know, it's funny because wow. I find that yeah. a lot of people that like tequila don't like vodka, and a lot of people that like vodka don't like tequila. Like I can't drink tequila. Mm. I hate vodka. So. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I think I just, it took me a few years. Again, like I said, I really genuinely am not a big drinker. Um, I will go months without having any alcohol. I will only drink socially. I don't drink alone. It's just not my thing. Um, but when I'm in the mood, I'm in the mood and I enjoy, you know, a little wine, yeah, a little tequila from time to time. I love it. Um, yeah. But it did take me a few years to realize that I don't like vodka. Because I feel like that's the go-to, like, college mm-hmm. drink. Yeah, I'm not sure why. Because it just goes with, yeah. like, you can mix it easily with juice yeah. and stuff like that. And I just, like it never that. made me feel great. And you want to um, know why, too? Because it doesn't have a smell. If you have pour vodka and, like, especially, like, if you have juice over it, it doesn't smell. So you mm-hmm. can, like, theoretically, like, have it, like, in a water bottle and doesn't smell. Yeah. Like, I don't really smell the vodka unless it's, like, a really potent, strong vodka. Um, and I think that's right. why I like Ugh, it. Because, like, when I – when other people are having tequila, <laughs> like, I smell it. And I'm immediately, like, oh. Right. I – I like tequila though because it comes with a chaser that like you don't have to feel bad about like because mm-hmm. like when you order tequila it should come with lime I don't like to do it with salt but like you should do it you should like put the salt like on your like yeah you should do salt yeah I love it I don't know why I, I don't like love the salt but I love the lime and I enjoy having a chaser that's like socially acceptable like you know what I mean like it's not like you don't feel like you're a wimp if you like have the <laughs> if you're like right. sucking on the lime wedge 
Yeah. Oh, but one time, though, I got... And my friends and I were already pretty trash. This was, like, before Thanksgiving last year. We went out to dinner, and we were so trash that my friend ordered shots of gin. Ugh, it was so gross. And I did it. And we, like, all drank it. We were like, yeah, it sounds great. The most awful. hungover I've ever been was after taking shots of gin. Wow. Yeah, and okay. I will never do it again. Again. I was like, mm. I get really hungover when I drink Not a, a lot idea. of wine. And I get hungover when I, like, switch from wine to something else. Like, I think I've yeah. talked about this on the pod, but I went to a wedding in the fall with my friend and we drank mm-hmm. wine at the cocktail hour and I was planning on mostly just drinking wine because it was a wedding, but we befriended this couple and then they started ordering a shots and, you know, that was the most hungover I ever was. Like, if you asked my friend Catherine how I was the next day, she would say that I was basically walking dead at that point because I was such a zombie. <laughs> I felt so horrible. Bad times, bad times. But I wasn't that drunk. It just was the mix. Yeah. Anyway. All right, Kira. Next question. Moving on. Because we'll never get through all these questions if we talk this long. Um, There's too many good stories. So personality test you most identify with. So Myers-Briggs or Enneagram your Hogwarts house, astro sign, anyone that you feel best describes you? Um, I kind of think a lot of them are BS. I Myers-Briggs is uh, psychologically, I guess, uh, credible, but the Enneagram one or whatever it's called is not. However, I have taken that and I do think that's pretty accurate for me. Um, but I'm a little weary about things like that. And I think it's just because I have a psych background, so. It's just for fun. It is just for fun. But when I took the, how do you say it? En- Enneagram? I took that one recently. Enneagram? Yeah. And I was achiever and enthusiast, which I think is pretty accurate. But a lot of these are self-reported, so I find that they could be a little misleading because you will get the results that you want rather than how you actually are, but they are fun. Mm. Jackie, do you have one that you like? As soon as you said, um, your Hogwarts house, my ears immediately perked up because I am a Hufflepuff and I'm proud. (laughs) Um, Me too. You guys are such Hufflepuffs. I, (laughs) I, I mean, I'm just like wanted to just Google the traits so I could accurately and like fairly depict our house. But our traits include diligence, dedication, fairness, patience, kindness, tolerance, modest, modesty, and loyalty. Which I feel like really, I mean, like I don't mean to toot my own horn because like I'm a Hufflepuff <laughs> and I don't. We don't do that. However, I I feel that these traits sort of explain who I am. And I'm proud to be a Hufflepuff. And Hufflepuffs get a Me bad too. rap, but I'm not sure why. We're just nice people. I'm not here I to be a dark wizard. The best as well. I agree. Because Ravenclaws, they can be a little conceited. Slytherin, don't even get me started. Like, I know. <laughs> I love Slytherin. I think Slytherin is kind of underrated. They get a bad rap. They would be fun. <laughs> they, they do, but you know what? Like, the Dark Lord, Dark Wizard, whatever he was called. Right. 
He was in that house for a reason. You know what I mean? And then Gryffindor, they're mean. just like obnoxious. They're so full of themselves sometimes. No offense. You want to know something? I am a Gryffindor. My yeah. dad is a Hufflepuff. Aw. <laughs> You're who's a Hufflepuff? My dad. I love it. Isn't that kind of funny? Really? Yeah. My dad oh, my brother was like, No way, you're a Slytherin. <laughs> He's got a sensitive side. I could He's see your dad life. being a Ravenclaw. <clears throat> my mom is Ravenclaw. Mm, oh, I see yeah. that. Oh, that I get. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so it's sweet. Cute, right? Oh, I love so that. Amazing. <laughs> Wait, what is Aiden? He's I actually <laughs> forget if he's... I think he's Hufflepuff as well. Oh, I kind sweet. Of, I think he wanted to be Gryffindor, but I think he got yeah. Hufflepuff. <laughs> we always yeah. want something different when we start out as Hufflepuff. That's actually not true, but... <laughs> um, that's definitely... Yeah, so actually I would say that my Hogwarts house <laughs> best describes I love that. Me. Um, well, I identify... Amazing. Yeah. Besides Hufflepuff, I do like Myers-Briggs and I do pretty strongly. I I have taken it and I am an INFJ and I'm pretty proud of being an INFJ and tend to gravitate towards other INFJs. Um, my mom's an INFJ, my cousin, my roommate. Um, so yeah, I like Myers-Briggs and I am always, I know that they're kind of like not for real, but I am always curious what other people are. Just as a nice, like, little basis of understanding. Um, Okay, we have a question from a mutual friend that says, your first impressions of each other. Of the three of us? I actually don't know if I could do that. I don't... Yeah, because it's too far back to remember. But I do like the question. I think, Kira... I think I know I was intimidated by you at first, but then we became friends. (sighs) Um... I've always been told that. But, like, we were so young. Um, Jackie, I feel like you and I were friends in fourth grade. I always thought you were nice. I don't really, like, remember, to be quite honest. I don't think I was old enough to really form an impression. I I was, like, nine years old. (laughs) Well, I don't know if this was Kira's very first impression of me, but I do know, Kira, that you used to think that I was so tall and I just think it's hilarious. You were tall. You, you admired my height because <laughs> I'm 5'3 now, maybe. And Kira's what, like 5'10? 5'9, yeah. 5'9. So <laughs> um, I can't remember what my necessarily my first impressions of either of you were. I mean, yeah, I can't I remember just, like, either. Remember, yeah, I don't know that I can remember exactly. But. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. I don't know. It's been so long. I think it's been so long. Jen, did you wait, Jen? Did you go to Woodlot though, or am I making that up? You did. So I think we like knew each other like however well you can know each other at age three and four. Right? Yeah, that um, was such a so blur. I don't know, like, in my what life. My very. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Like, who, um, yeah, my mom's like, "Oh, you went to preschool with this person," and I say, "Mom." I don't remember preschool at all. I have very (laughs) vivid memories of some things in preschool, but as a whole, I don't remember it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember I rode, like, a horse or something in preschool, and I used to go with this girl (laughs) um, that I was friends with. She went to a speech therapist, and she would be taken out of the class to go to speech therapy, 
And I didn't need to go to that, but I would be so lonely without her. So then they started allowing me to just sit in the corner while she did her speech therapy <laughs> stuff because I was just a clingy little three-year-old. So <laughs> couldn't so be without funny. my friend for oh my 30 gosh. minutes. Oh, my God. I just, like, know we were all, like, such cute kids. Like, I can't even take it. Oh, um, That is – no, we really were, like – I just, we were just like so, I think we were so cute. Like, I look back at my pictures of me as a baby. I'm like, oh my God, I'm such a cute baby. Like, thank God. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's so, it was so long ago. Because, yeah, it's I a mean, great really question. Gently, you and I, yeah. But too long ago to remember. So, yeah. Anyway. But we're still friends to this day. Exactly. I have a good impression now. True. Yeah. Yeah, I've been told before that people were intimidated by me at first, so I gotta work on that. I don't know what that's about. I get that. Um, it it might have been the Bob. The Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I was too sheep. And you had really at five. you still have good posture, but you had excellent posture. So you were like always super like you were you made Ooh, yourself my mom's gonna almost love even that. taller. Yeah, you do. I you actually think I was posture. just kind of shy. Because people mm. in college said this too, that even at college when people my friends first met me, they were intimidated. I think I just am kind of shy, but my silence yeah. comes across more intimidating. But I more yeah. just mean it in like I am have crippling self-anxiety that I'm right. scared to talk to you. I mean, honestly, we worked just, on it. It's so, yeah. I mean, it just always depends. I mean, I've been told that I'm unapproachable like countless times. Yeah. Um, what are you gonna do? It's fine. And I'm single. not sure what that means. So, if anyone can figure that one out, that'd be appreciated. If you're intimidated, stay back anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Don't need you. Um, <laughs> if someone were to narrate your life, who would you want to be the narrator? <gasps> oh my god. I mean, Morgan Freeman, obviously. I knew you were gonna say this. Like, who what? else would I want to narrate my life? Someone's, someone's voice answer. that I find like soothing. I kind of, I kind of want like Wanda Sykes though to narrate. Oh, me. I love it. You know what I mean? That's a like good I also one. want like a chaotic, like I think it'd be fun because someone funny, yeah, Ooh. yeah. Like my life hasn't been this like, you know this. It's not like an inspirational story, so it's just kind of kind of funny. Okay. Nothing about my life has been inspiring, so you might as well just make it funny. That's very so. True. I, yeah, I'm I think Wanda think someone Sykes that I feel like would answer. capture my essence. Right. Um. I'm just gonna say Ellen because that's the only thing coming to mind. Right. But I feel like that. Might not necessarily be my final answer, but that's what I'm going with now because we're doing kind of rapid fire now, so we can get Who through. Who has a, few. a really soothing voice, though? You should right? pick like what about Meghan you Markle? Pick, like, a, like a Kate Blanchett. Oh yeah, she's doing that elephant documentary. I know. So that's why I thought about it. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe I do need someone British. Right. There's got to mm. be, like, a female British actress that has, like, a really, like, lovely, like, luscious voice. Mm. I feel like I can't, I can't what think about, of, like, like, the person. What about, like, Emily Blunt? like, someone in the brain. Ugh. Ooh, that'd be yeah. fun. I don't know that she, ca- I love her. I don't know that she captures my essence. Yeah. But I do love her. <laughs> we'll think about it. I'm gonna think about it. We'll come back to it. Yeah. It's Ellen for now, but 
we'll come back to it. Um, do you eat food past its expiration date? No. Yes. I don't. <laughs> I, <laughs> I will. I do, of course. I will. I will don't. eat things when they're you borderline will. sketchy. Yeah. I do yeah. not. Look, especially like with milk and yogurt, if it doesn't smell, it's fine. Ugh. I've even eaten yogurt where as soon as I ate it, I was like, maybe not the best idea. Um, yeah, one time I definitely believe... ate a yogurt that was like a little sour, but like whatever. Do you believe in aliens? Um, okay. Uh, I think I have to say yes. So I don't think I believe in full on aliens like they're depicted in the movies. I do feel like there's right. something similar to life out there in outer space. Like, I'm thinking of microorganisms such as bacteria um, that are probably found on other planets. But I don't think I totally believe in aliens, if that makes sense. I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's something where I'm just kind of like, how could we even know at this time? So, like, I'm not going to say no. But I'm not, like, waiting for a UFO to land, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I- I'm actually going to counter, like, kind of both what you're saying, what you're both saying, because, so I, like, full disclosure, like, I like weird, like, kitschy things, like, in upstate New York, and so my friend Ashley was the one who took me for the very first time, but there is, up in Pine Bush, New York, a UFO convention every May, and I may or may not have been for the last three years in a row. Like, let's just, like, I love just that. put that one out there. <laughs> I go. Like, I have in my nightstand uh, a headband that has, like, two, like, little alien heads, like, on antennas or whatever. Um, it's, like, a ton of fun. It's super weird. And I like going just because I, I think it's just bizarre and I enjoy going. However, after... <laughs> okay, guys. After I went last year... Oh, or was it last year... Do you remember when the, Kira was not here? She was already in, uh, was she? I don't remember where you were, but I think you were just like either at school or something. But the night that Aiden was in Matt's trunk and he picked us up from <laughs> Oh, the I bar, remember. <laughs> that was that night. And so I'll preface this. Like, I knew I had to drive myself home, so I only had one drink. And it had been about, like, four hours since I had had the drink. So I was not influenced by any alcohol at all. But I was driving back home from Becca's house. And I had Chris in the car with me, but I didn't say anything because I was, like, confused as to what that was. But it was, like, 2 a.m., it's dark out, I was at a red light, and I look up in the sky, and I see, like, nine lights, and they were in rows of threes, and they were red lights, and they didn't, they weren't, like, attached to anything, they were just in the middle of the sky, and they were there for a couple of seconds, and then it disappeared. So it was like these like glowing red lights, and they were in rows of three. And I don't know what that was, but it was very recently after I went to the UFO convention. So I was like, was that a UFO? And I didn't tell anyone for this for months. Wow. And so now I'm not sure if I had an alien encounter. However, it's very <laughs> possible <laughs> that I did. Jackie's spilling so, the tea tonight. <laughs> I kind of am. <laughs> I swear this is true. I can't even. It's so cute. What a little nerd you are. (laughs) I had like an encounter of the other kind or whatever. Oh my god. I don't know. I I'd like to think that I don't know. I don't. 
okay, I'm not like obsessive, but I hear people tell stories like at these conventions and people talk about this stuff. And like, I kind of like, I, I kind of buy into it like as I'm listening. And then after I'm like, that was not real. That's like not possible. But I'm like listening to people's stories and they're talking about how they've like, they're basically like being stalked by aliens. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's crazy. And then after I'm like, obviously, like, that doesn't feel real. But I don't know. Maybe I saw an alien. Maybe I just saw like, what, what, why were those lights there? Like, what other, what other explanation could there be? It was kind of, they were close, and it was like a series of, like, three rows of three lights. So it was like three, it was like nine dots total of just red lights, and it didn't make sense what they were doing there. Um, So I don't know. Like, I can't, I really tried to think, like, what could actually cause a series of lights to be like that, and I don't know. So I'm just going to go with aliens. (laughs) We'll go with aliens. That works for me. (laughs) That's my final, that's my final answer. Um, aliens. So, sure. So, yes is my answer. (laughs) So, what weird food combinations do you enjoy? Weird food combo. I guess I'm more just Mm -hmm. really picky. Like, I don't eat a lot of stuff. Mm. I don't eat a lot. Not that that sounds do bad, do? but I, I am definitely pickier than the average person, for sure. Yeah, no, that's fair. I th- feel like the first thing that comes to mind for me, I definitely eat, like, weird foods. I don't know. Or weird to some people. When I don't eat eggs anymore, but when I used to have eggs, I would have them with ketchup. And I feel like some people thought that was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, scrambled eggs and ketchup. <sighs> yeah. I personally think that's weird, but enough people do it where I don't think society <laughs> thinks it's weird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, yeah. My dad did it, it's so I just got it from enough. my dad. I'll do. I think I get all my weird food eating habits like from my dad. I'll put mustard on a lot of things. Like I like mustard on salad. That's probably kind of weird. Yeah, it's a little uh, weird. <laughs> I have one. I was trying to I'll think about what I do that's really weird. Hot sauce on everything. Everything. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's not too weird. That's more just like... Some people just have that habit, I think. I do something that's weird that I've realized... I didn't think it was weird, but then I thought about it. So I'll eat... Um, I'll eat lo mein, but I'll have it with white rice. Like, I'll eat the noodles, and then, like, in the same bite, there'll be white rice, if that makes sense. And mm-hmm. I didn't think that was weird to eat the noodles and the rice, but then also Jinzia pointed out to me. She's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "What?" I just thought of something you do that's rice. weird. Jackie, tell them <sighs> how you eat corn on the cob. Oh my god! Stop! This is the weirdest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. No, it's not. It's really not. She I'm... eats a singular corn off the cob at a time. No, I she, like, don't. She like pops it out of the little corn skin. <laughs> That's impressive. I don't pop it out of the corn skin. I take off the whole kernel. It's not out of the... Okay. But one at a time. No, it's not one at a time. I don't, like, pick it, like, with my thumbs and, like, eat it like that. (laughs) So I... If you look at me eating, like, a a corn corn on the cob, when you look at me eating, like, you'd think I'd be eating a weird, but, like, I, I leave, like, the... I pull out the entire... I pull off the entire kernel, like, from the cob. So what you're left with is... 
just like the, I don't know, I, I started doing this because I had braces, like, like all of us did growing up. And then so the, if you eat corn, just like if you bite into it, like you get all of the skins and stuff in your braces, which is nasty. So I use my bottom teeth to like pop out the whole kernels off of the cob. And then you're left with like a nice, neat, tidy co- corn. Oh, wait. Like, I don't think this is weird. Well, I don't do this it one like, at the time, okay, but because- I also use my bottom teeth. That's like good best practice. I don't do it one at a time. I do it like like four or five <laughs> at once because you're taking a Oh, bite. wait. I do that too then. Yeah. I don't think it's that weird. That's like, and it's neat. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Jen. Okay. I do that too. That's like best practice corn I, on the cob eating. I made the mistake of doing this in front of like Kira and her like family at dinner and they were like whoa <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> so weird no it's not because we do this in El Salvador people will use their thumbs but like we're backcountry folks so we just like have weird habits when we eat um you know what can, I mean what can you do no we do that too and then so that it's like a really neat way because then if you bite into it it's like it's like in your teeth and it would get in my braces and you left you're left with this like gross like like you the cob is just like so gross like when you bite into it like that yeah no I Nasty. I do the same thing Jackie it's a much neater way Thank of you. eating corn a best practice yeah and then you get the whole corn you get the whole kernel it's really not that All right. like it's much neater. Imagine like you're eating corn like at a barbecue and then you like try to talk to someone and there's like corn like all up in your teeth and you got to take all that corn out of your teeth. You have to pack dental floss every time you eat corn. <sighs> yeah. Don't do that. It is what it is, people. Um okay, rapid fire round where we're just going to answer as quickly as possible. So we can get through a few more of these before we move on to hot takes. Um, As quickly as possible, just, like, you can think about it, but, you know. Um, What movie can you watch over and over without getting tired of? That's actually hard. I love Um, all those old rom-coms, like, Legally Blonde. Um, mm. Trying to think of what else I used to watch. uh, What's that movie with Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds? The, the proposal. proposal. I love that one. I was going to say the engagement. Uh-huh. I love uh, She's the Man. Classic. Mm-hmm. That's fun. I think for me, first one that comes to mind is maybe uh, Forrest Gump, just because it's so long. <laughs> there's, two, mm. there's a lot involved. Um yeah, that's probably my answer. Oh, maybe The Godfather. Because mm. that one's just like... Yeah, that might be my That's answer. hard. I feel One like the first two. thing that comes to mind for me is Harry Potter, which is kind oh. of weird. But I think because I'm I thinking agree. I could watch all, uh, all of the movies. <laughs> but I think that's not the point of the question. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'd have like eight to get no, there. No, I, I concur. <laughs> what is your favorite cheesy life motto? Like YOLO or something. Hmm. Right. Um, I like that everything happens for a reason. I know that's kind of cliche hmm. and cheesy, but... That's the point. I do, the point of I the do question. genuinely feel like that is the case. I like to believe that things happen for a reason. Um... Uh... uh, uh, uh. Um, 
Good things come to those who wait. I'm not really sure. Um, it's a good one. I don't know if that's like, that's a good one, I think. Um, I also, I hate it, but I love it when people say like, like the haters said I couldn't, but I did. Like, I, I'm like, who, who's really hating you? Like, I don't know who your haters are. <laughs> Started from um, the bottom. Now we're here. Yeah. And I people that say that, they make up their own haters. Be what you think you become. That's the first one that comes to mind. Mm. Mm. If you could trade places with someone for a day, who would it be and why? <gasps> oh, my God. Wow. Jeff Bezos, so I could deposit money into my bank account. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> well, I was thinking of somebody like, I don't know. Like Leonardo DiCaprio, who's just beautiful and has all these women mm. and probably yeah. has like a he's, yacht. That, he's a weird guy. Yeah. Yeah. Probably definitely has a yacht. Yeah. That'd be nice. I think the first one that came to mind was Jennifer Lawrence because I wish I could be an actress. So I'd like to be on set for a day. But then the second one that came to mind was Beyonce because I'm like, oh, I'd like to. True perform like Beyonce and know what that feels True. like but I don't want to sleep with Jay-Z so then I was like mm, maybe not <laughs> uh what is the most use- useless thing you've ever bought um I buy so much useless crap I'm trying not to as much but I think just some of the clothes that I buy I just end up wearing once or I'm kind of on the fence about it, and then I buy it, and then I wear it, and I feel like I never want to wear it again. Um, so I think just in summary, a lot of the clothes that I buy, I regret buying after, which is sad. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. I feel like the most regretful purchases of mine are like when... In high school and middle school, I would go on, like, Forever 21 shopping sprees, and, like, that was just gross. I don't know why I did that. Well, I know why, but I have regrets. Those clothes don't last. Mine would probably be, like, the crochet needles that I have. Like, I like when I start and stop no, hobbies. No, you should make something from that. I know. But, like, I haven't, like, I've had them for years and I've never used them. So it's, like, that's sort of why, I'm like, I don't use these things. But I think suddenly that I'm going to start doing this hobby and then I don't. Um, so it's probably better mm-hmm. why. I do, I have another thing that I thought of that's a little bit more tangible that, I did not purchase this. I was very young, so my mother purchased it. But if you remember Rainbow Art, it was one of those things that was shown on TV. Oh my god! And it looked on TV. So I had one. Cool. Yeah, and I I don't remember if it was my birthday or something, but I finally got it, and I remember it basically didn't work. There was no rainbow. It was just poop brown, and I remember I shook the thing like it, it did on TV, and paint splattered everywhere. Even though the commercial said that it wouldn't splatter. And, yeah, I was really upset about it. So, definitely regretted that at the ripe age of seven. But you live and you learn. (laughs) Actually, now that you say that, I had an obsession with muffs when I was little. (sighs) So, the muff is, like, this, like, round thing that you put your hands in. Oh, my God, yeah. I don't know why I was so obsessed with it. And I asked for it for Christmas for multiple years in a row. 
and eventually I got one and then I think I never used it so I definitely regret that purchase I'm sorry mom and dad all right pen ultimate question that's how you say it, right pen or pan ultimate the ultimate, second to last yeah. question <laughs> <laughs> what is the worst pickup line you've ever received I mean do people really um, pick me up like not really <laughs> or just like a cringe moment you've had um uh, I mean those also happen something... pretty often I do remember there was one time when I was at school and I didn't go to school in the nicest area just listen to one of the more recent podcasts when I talked about our house getting shot at but anyway I was having issues with my tires <sighs> And I went to the local gas station, which was kind of in a sketchy area. And the sketchy person came up to me as I was pumping air into my tires and was watching me and was trying to hit on me. And I was so uncomfortable and felt like I just couldn't get out of it fast enough. So that was not fun at all. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. It's, wor- it's awful when they have, like, something that you need. You're like, God, I need to get out of here. Yeah. But you have yeah. a thing that I need. Yeah. Um. He had asked for my Snapchat, too, and I straight up just told him I wouldn't give it to him. specific. that was weird. Yeah. One time, this is not, like, a bad, it wasn't a pickup line, but I was at a bar, and this, like, guy came up to me, and he was, like, kind of drunk. But he was, like, trying to hit on me. And then, like, he was so drunk. I genuinely think that this is an accident. But, like, he accidentally, like, put his arm, like, it, like, touched my boob. (laughs) And he was, like, he was, like, like, it was something to, like, the effect that, like, they're so big that it's, like, hard to avoid them. And I was, like, oh, God, I need to, like, get out of here. Yikes. Um, so that was pretty uncomfortable. I was, like, Low-key sexual harassment. Yeah. Everybody, good job. Yeah. I mean, I think that the boob touch was an accident. I don't know. He was, like, so drunk that I'm not sure he was in control of, like, his limbs, and he was just sort of, like, flailing. But then he was like, oh, they're huge. Um, so, anyway, um, that is my answer. That would piss me off quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely been insulted a few times as a pickup line. I feel like that's kind of their move. Um... The one that comes to mind, my least, or one of my least favorites, not necessarily the first thing people say, but I hate when guys say, oh, you don't look like an engineer. That really pisses me off. Oh, Um, that's bad. I don't like that. I get that a lot. Or like, oh, an engineer? That's too smart for me. And then I'm like... Okay. I have no issues telling somebody to fuck off. I'm very not into it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Don't mess with me. Last question. Just thought of it. Death row dinner. Your (gasps) final meal. Kind of depressing, but also kind of fun. Wow. What would your final meal be? I'm so sad because it doesn't exist anymore, but there's this restaurant that's right around the corner from my house, and they used to have the best penny ala vodka, and I feel like everybody knew that I loved their penny ala vodka, and they now are a different restaurant, and they don't have it anymore, but... That would be my last meal before dying. Is that Penny Vodka from Mezzaluna? Oh, amazing. I would probably do like a steak dinner with the work. So it'd be like, uh, 
It'd be like a porterhouse steak, like cooked to medium with like home fries, cream spinach, onion rings, and like uh, like mac and cheese in the dessert. So it's probably my answer. I think I would also do a pasta, like super fresh homemade pasta, and then like an insanely good tomato basil sauce, and dessert I would want to be a donut. I love that. Doesn't really go, but that's what mm-hmm. I would want. Or like ridiculously good chocolate cake, chocolate brownie. Yum. Yeah, chocolate Ooh. brownie. Yum. This was fun. Well, this was fun. Thanks for submitting questions at Only Our Friends. We appreciate. Again, you can follow us on Her Take Podcast on Instagram or Her Take Pod on Twitter. If we ever do this again, you know, you don't want to miss out. You want to be able to submit us questions. So make sure you follow. And I think it was fun. So I think we should do it again. into our hot takes just a little quick round of what we've been enjoying watching listening to this week jackie let's start with you what have you been listening to this week yeah so my um hot take this week is i've been listening to a new podcast called home cooking um, with Samin Nosrat and Rishikesh Hirway. Um, Samin Nosrat obviously is the author of Sat, uh, whoa, Sat, I was going to say Salt Fat, Salt Fat Acid Heat. That's the order, right? I always get that mixed up. Yep. And Rishikesh is, um, he is, I think, a music writer, but I know him from the, he's one of the hosts of the West Wing Weekly, which was a West Wing podcast, um, which recently wrapped up. Um, and I just love them both. They're just both uh, wonderful people. And um, they've just been hosting this podcast. They wanted to start this sort of like a cook, uh, food show. But I think like with quarantine, it sort of accelerated their interest in starting a podcast on home cooking. Since most people are cooking at home now more than ever. So it's just been a really wonderful podcast. And I'm always looking for something new because I sort of, I'm listening to podcasts all the time. So I sort of run through a lot of my basics. And so I'm always looking for Mm -hmm. something different. So highly recommend. Love that. Love Samine. Jen, how about you? What have you been into this week? Um, have been kind of slacking on the podcast lately, but I did tune in to Vile Files, which is Nick Vile's podcast. He was a previous bachelor and he interviewed Peter, who I know are kind of over, but I just want to mention that apparently Peter and Kelly are kind of a thing, but he says that he's taking it slow and they're not dating. So that's really all I have to report. 
this week. But um, just hmm. um, overall. Interesting. Yeah, so that's the tea. Did he try to explain himself? Because I'd like to know. I have questions. He kind of was trying to explain so. himself, but at the same time, he's like, yeah, I didn't do that great. So we're just over, Peter. At least he you knows. Know, we're over him. Yeah. I'm just like, that was so fast. Yeah. Like, I feel like he needs some time to and that's what he was saying. figure it out. Because he just went from Hannah to Maddie to Kelly real fast. I should just listen. If if that's what he said, I yeah. should just listen to he the He went actual. from Hannah Ann to Hannah to Maddie. <laughs> Mess. He, no, Hannah. Hannah he did Ann. explain the Hannah yeah, Brown Yeah, I know, but he, kinda, he was kind of hung up on Hannah Brown. Yeah, he explained the Hannah Brown <laughs> yeah. sitch. I will give the Sparknotes version of it, but essentially, I guess, Hannah Brown had reached out to him. <laughs> After seeing the episode of the two of them at the beginning of the season of The Bachelor. Um, So she had reached out to him. And then Peter had asked Hannah Ann, like, is it okay if I respond and just kind of, like, tie up loose ends there? Mm. So I think that's fair. But, yeah, Yeah. I'm like, Peter, just stop. Just stay home. We're done with you. But, you know, if he ends up with Kelly, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad. Um, Kira? Yeah, but I'm also, like, Kelly. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'd be annoyed if I were your fifth choice. You went through three other girls, and then you were like, you know, I think we had something, but... Yeah, and I... I can also believe if it just took them longer to get yeah, to Yeah, and other. I like Kelly. I don't think she was really made for the show. Like, she definitely wasn't taking it that right. seriously. So I think that definitely affected their relationship. And I think in the real world, yeah. things would have worked out a little bit more nicely between the two of them. But I also, yeah. I don't really see them meshing. She's almost like a little too chill for yeah. him. But who knows? Whatever. Who knows? We're over it. <laughs> Kira, hot Agreed. takes this week. Yeah, so I've definitely been trying to detach from the news a little bit more. So I have been watching a good amount of stuff. Um, something I recently discovered, it actually, it did just come out in, like, February on HBO, but I hadn't heard of it. Uh, it's a documentary called McMillions, and it's about the McDonald's Monopoly scam from the 90s, which I also had never heard about, um, but basically, it's very complicated, so there's, like, no way I could quickly summarize the situation, but basically some people were scamming uh, getting legit McDonald's million dollar monopoly tickets, but how they were scamming it is very complicated to get these tickets. It's like everybody in the same family kept being millionaire winners, but they all had different last names. Eventually the FBI figured it out. Very interesting. I've only seen like three or four episodes, so, but if you haven't watched, I recommend I've also caught up on the Kardashians. I'll be real. I am up to date. I keep up. Uh, so far, this season is not the best, but I can't stop watching. I, I love the Kardashians. I get such a kick out of how ridiculous they are. Um, I also caught up on Grey's. The finale was kind of amazing. If you are not into Grey's Anatomy, after, like, season three, I understand, but also... This finale was very good. It wasn't supposed to be the finale, so I'm kind of impressed at how many cliffhangers we were left on, because, whoa. Uh, 
But yeah, it was the finale because of coronavirus. They can't go back to film, uh, which did. That was when coronavirus crossed a line for me. I'm not going to lie. It was like, wow, <laughs> can't get the rest of Grey's Anatomy. It's pretty bad. Um, so yeah, that was amazing. And then last but not least, Allison Roman's Passover feast on New York Times cooking was amazing. The most important part was all her outfits. She had this like lavender coat that I desperately need and these purple beaded earrings and just her whole outfit for her Passover dinner was amazing. It was obviously also recorded pre-shelter in place. So, you know, probably not everyone's able to go out and get all the ingredients to make a nice matzo ball soup, but I feel like I kind of want to make some of her dishes post-shelter in place. It was very enjoyable. That is what I have been up to this week. On that note, Shiro's and Heroes. This is just the part of the podcast where we like to highlight somebody um, or something. I think one time I said Scotland was my Shiro. Doesn't have to always be a person, but just someone that you think uh, is really doing the good work out there. Uh, this week. So Jen, do you have a hero or Shiro? I do. I have a Shiro this week and I'm going to apologize in advance because I don't think I know how to pronounce her name. But Taraji? Oh, I do. Oh, Taraji. (laughs) Taraji? Taraji. Okay, I... Taraji. I love Taraji. Taraji P. Henson, babe. Yeah, okay. Yeah, she's my, she's kind of my girl. Here's the thing. I've <laughs> seen friends. her around, but I did not know who she was. Do you know what I mean? Well, you know those celebrities that you see around, but don't really know who they are? She's had a slow <laughs> rise to stardom, for sure, mm-hmm. but she's been in so right? much. She's amazing. I love her. I just think she's great. Well, person. anyway, she created a free virtual counseling service for African Americans, um, for COVID-19. So they, as a population, have been disproportionately affected by the virus. Um, More African Americans are dying than other races. And so she created this free counseling service to help uh, African Americans during this time, which I think is really great. And I think brings a lot of attention to something that I was not very aware about. Um, But also is not surprising because I know that the African-American community, just for whatever reason, and I think a lot of it stems from this systemic poverty that Black people are still facing today, um, they just don't get the health care that other races do, which is unfortunate. Um, And it seems to be a pattern that's happening during this pandemic as well. So just wanted to give her a shout out because I think that this is really great and again, just brings awareness to an issue that we as a society need to address. So shout out to you, girl. Love it. Great Shiro. Love Taraji. Jackie, um, do you have any heroes or Shiro's as well? No worries. Either way, just checking in. I actually don't. Yeah. So I'll let you go, Kira. No worries. Um, My hero is, I think, you know, this is not new. Everybody pretty much knows about this. John Krasinski, I am loving his Some Good News YouTube channel. I definitely laugh and cry at both episodes that I've seen so far. But in the most recent episode, he got pretty much, I think, the entire cast of Hamilton to sing for this young Hamilton fan. And it 
Oh my god. I'm not even being dramatic when I say it took my breath away. I was so astounded. I couldn't believe it. It was so amazing. If you haven't seen it, you should get on YouTube and search John Krasinski's Some Good News because it was so uplifting. And the whole show was amazing. There, was, I think in the first episode, he had that girl who had that viral video of when she was coming home from her final chemotherapy treatment and her entire yes, town was out there cry. clapping. And at the end, she was like, can I just give a shout out to all my doctors and nurses because I know they're working really hard right now. And I just like, then I lost it because also like, she's already amazing because she's so young and survived cancer. And now she's just like sending love back. Just, uh, it's a great show. Everybody should watch it. That is my hero for the week. Also just really into Emily Blunt and John Krasinski this week. Definitely went down some old interview rabbit holes they're there. so cute they're amazing so great um any retakes i don't think so i haven't even listened to last week's episode so actually that's why i don't have i have not either <laughs> i don't yeah i've just like i mentioned i've been kind of slacking on keeping up with podcasts including our own and given that i at least listened to our part our my part sorry um it's hard to motivate myself to listen to our podcast when I am not even keeping up with the other podcasts that I normally listen to. So I will get better at that. I'm going to definitely carve out some time tomorrow to listen to last week's episode. No worries. Yeah, I mean, it's fine if we don't listen, but hopefully you guys listen. (laughs) You have no excuse. Hopefully you enjoyed episode 33. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode, episode 34. We hope we can be a nice little escape for you. Uh, Maybe you can answer these questions for yourself. Have your own wine night with your friends. Uh, Remember to keep connecting with the people in your life that are important to you. This is a hard time for everybody. Keep checking in. Check in with us if you need anything. We're always here. Her Take Podcast on Instagram. Her Take Pod on Twitter. We'll be back next week for another episode, episode 35. We just keep cranking them out. Um, And yeah, again, stay home, stay safe, stay healthy. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. Ciao. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.